Yes, absolutely. SAFM and um, we do have our communication lines, which is, of course, we have a WhatsApp line where you can send your voice note to 0614104107 or otherwise, if you're up and about and you're awake and you'd like to give us a direct call, it will absolutely be fantastic. 086-000-2032. And um, it's time for our um, Wake Up and Live you know, to be motivated, to get that boost, uh, to get going. Sometimes it could be a daunting task, but we help each other get up and go. The demands of a dream. In the studio, yes, in the studio, my guest has woken up. You put me to shame. Next time when someone says to me, please, could we have an interview and it's 3 a.m., yeah. I should not have an excuse. Yes, well. You've, you've, no, you've, yeah, kudos. Wake up, wake up and live. <laughs> yes, wake up and live, literally, literally. Uh, we have uh, Confidence Saleme, an award-winning author of 29 books and motivational speaker and facilitator. 29 books. Who writes 29 books? Where do, you, where do you find the diction? Where do you find the words? Oh, you dig. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like what Anglo does. They discover that there's a bit of gold here. And the more you dig, the more you discover that there's even more gold. And what I like about ideas is that ideas always birth other ideas. So you may have one idea, but you go back and you find, well, actually this idea is, is quite pregnant. So that's what I found with a lot of my books. I Initially, I didn't know how many books I'd be writing, but started with one, but that one, there was an idea in there that I thought, this idea is quite pregnant. Let me do another one. Then one of those ideas gave birth to five, and then I'm currently busy with my 30th. The story begins. The story begins. <laughs> <laughs> so today we, we've got three very pivotal points. Yes, ma'am. Starting off with the price of time. Yes, the price of time. Well, the topic is the demands of a dream. And you you said something about um, uh, waking waking up. And our dreams only come true when we wake up. A lot of times I think we, <laughs> our dreams are when we, we are asleep. But the, the real dreams are the dreams that you pursue when you wake up, when you decide, you know what, I'm going to be intentional about this thing. But the thing about dreams is like life is like a like a a supermarket if you go into a supermarket no? mm-hmm. and you decide i want bread i want juice i want milk you can go in the supermarket you can take those items but when you look at the bottle there's always a price what a lot of people try to do in life is they they want to take the bread and simply walk out but the name of the shop is not pick and go it's pick and pay there's always a price to be paid. And if you were to take that loaf of bread and walk out, they'd call the cops. So a lot of people want to live life like criminals. They say that their dream is free, but their hustle is sold separately. So whatever, <laughs> so whatever dream you have, there is work, there is a price that needs to be paid. And any successful person that you see, we always either are inspired by them or we become envious of them. But whatever 
whatever uh, mountain they are on, we must realize that there is a price they had to pay. They didn't. They were not airlifted there. They were not parachuted there. There is a price that they paid. There is turmoil they went through. There is challenges that they went through. And unless we are willing to pay a similar price, we will not get to the top of the mountain. So the demands of a dream is really about, as you said, the price that you need to pay. And a lot of time we think we can't afford it. We think, I don't have what it takes. We think, I'm not talented enough. I'm not connected enough. But if you if if you think you know you you can't afford it, you have to look at people who where where you are, who come from where you come from, but had the the willingness. It's not really about are you can you afford it. Is are you willing to pay? Because the price is the same for everybody. Everybody has talents. Everybody has time. Everybody has a, a, an ability to pay the price of commitment as well. So let's talk about the first one, which is the price of talent and we spoke about um, uh, I make the example of Angulo and when Angulo digs up um, when they go mining and they dig up the raw material the raw material doesn't look anything like gold it's it's rubble it's rocks it's things that when you look at you don't think have any value and a lot of times we look at our own talents and we think but is this thing really valuable Mm. is this thing worth anything but what Angulo understands is that what we bring up is not what we take to the market. What we bring up has to go through a refining process. It goes into the fairness. With our own talents, we have to look at our talents and say, okay, I see the potential here. What kind of fairness, what kind of refining needs to happen? Do I, If I'm talented um, in sports, do I need to spend more time refining my gift on the sports field instead of just sitting and lazing around in my room? If I'm academically gifted, do I need to spend more time in the library? Do I need to enroll for those tough courses that everybody is afraid of? So whatever your talent is, you get it in raw form, Mm -hmm. but it is your responsibility to go and refine it. And sometimes refining is, you know, when when they take that raw gold ore into the furnace, it's not a nice place. It's a place that is hot, that uh, is uncomfortable. And sometimes that's that's what happens. Um, you may find that there are certain friends that you have that are actually limiting your potential. True. I remember um, when I was young, I sometimes make this example. Um, I had a friend who, uh, I think in the very early 20s, and we used to go partying a lot. And I think we, if I had stayed in those types of circles, I wouldn't have 29 books today. Because... It was something that I had talent, I had um, potential, but I was spending so much of my time in a place that doesn't really nurture my talent and potential. And so sometimes it's about, the fairness is about separating yourself from the elements that are inhibiting your potential. So it may be friends, it may be bad habits. There yeah. Maybe, you know, I had one of my, my bad habits was, which I still struggle with a little bit, is procrastination leaving things to the last minute, saying, no, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. And we have to look at ourselves and say, what are the habits that are preventing me from actually uh, refining this talent and getting it to a place where it can be of great value? You know, the gold ore that they, they take to market looks nothing like the, the gold that they take to market looks nothing like the, the gold ore that they bring up. And even in terms of pricing, it's very different. So if you want to add real value, if you want to go to the marketplace and be valued at a high level, 
you have to go through the refining process. So you get your talent in raw form. And also, your talents and ideas are not chairs. What a lot of people do is they've got this talent, they've got this idea, but they treat the talent like the way I'm treating this chair. They simply sit on it. And when you sit on your talent, you're not just sitting on your talent. You're sitting on the money that you're supposed to have. You're sitting on the influence that you're supposed to have. You're sitting on the impact that you're supposed to have on society. So our talents <clears throat> and ideas are not chairs. We're not supposed to sit on them. We're supposed to stand up like you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And I, I, I really agree with you. Mm. And we have a tendency as human beings when somebody has worked so hard mm. and given time yes. and effort in whatever they are trying to, to achieve. Yeah. When they've achieved it and, uh, and they are right at the top, mm. we have a tendency to say it was by luck. It was oh. by chance. Oh, why is he driving <laughs> that car? And they drive their car with so much pride and confidence yeah. because it's the rewards. They are yeah. ripping the rewards. But we judge. Yeah. They say that it takes you 10 years to become an overnight success. And a lot of people will look at them and we think they are, they are overnight successes. But if you look and you dig into the history, you find this person has been, has been hustling in the shadows. They've been out of the limelight, in the, in the back room. That's where they've been working. And when they get on stage and they perform and they deliver, we think, no, this is just happenstance. This is just luck. But there is work that has been happening behind the scenes. When, when we see them in front of the cameras, then that's where they, they, they shine. But you don't shine, um, you don't shine in front of the stage. You first shine behind the stage. Behind the stage is where the work happens. In front of the stage is where you come and perform. But if you haven't done the rehearsing, when it comes time to perform, then you won't deliver. Mm. So you have to refine so that when you get the platform, when you get the opportunity, you're able to deliver with excellence. I think let's give our listeners also an opportunity to interact with you. Yes, ma'am. Um, in case you're driving and you have a moment to give us a call or maybe send us a voice note, you can absolutely do that right here on The Morning Bliss. Uh, that's 0614104107, 0614104107. Or if you are able, you can give us a call on 086-000-2032. And I'm speaking to our guest, Confidence Salemi, award winner winning author of 29 books, motivational speaker, facilitator. And we are talking about the demands of a dream. And usually they say your brain is at its peak in mm. the early hours of the morning. You see, like you and I, <laughs> we are at the core. 100%. I agree. I agree early 100%. hours. Yeah. That's when all the crazy ideas come through. Oh, man. My, my, my wife will tell you, I remember there was a project, major book project I was working on, and this was my favorite time to work so peaceful so so quiet and you get to download so much i feel i feel like even spiritually you know there's there's a deeper connection that happens around this time because the world is asleep and if you're really in, in tune and you're awake there's a lot of downloading that happens so this is i love i love this time of the morning <laughs> yeah i i love it too yeah. well i'm beginning to love it <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. So our talents are also foundations. So right now we are in a in a big, beautiful building, but there is something that we do not see. We see the walls, we see the paintings, but there is something beneath uh, that is hidden, and that is the foundation. And your talent is a foundation, but a foundation that is laid, that is never built upon, is of no use to anybody. We cannot live in a foundation. We cannot 
sustain ourselves. We, if if we build a foundation and we decided uh, I'm going to get a bed and stay there, you're going to get very cold. You're not safe either. So your talent is the foundation. It's merely the thing that God has blessed you with to say, you know what, I'm giving you a start. But you need to build upon that foundation. You've got a talent, but what are you going to do? Are you going to build the right types of relationships? Are you going to build the right uh, types of connections? Are you going to um, invest in your in your talent, go to school, go to in, uh, interact with people who will help you to, to get your talent up and running. So your talent is a foundation. In, and if foundations are all, are all that we'll ever build, we'll become a nation, a nation of homeless people. So we need to build upon our foundation. And your talent is a foundation that you have. Mm. We're going to take a small break, but also giving, um, uh, giving the opportunity to interact. Uh, I always prefer... Um, you know, uh, calls. I dialogue. prefer calls. Yes, yes I like dialogue. <laughs> Direct dialogue. Me too. Me too. Um, 086-000-2032. And um, for our WhatsApp line, which is 0614104107, where you can send a voice note. Maybe you are awake. Maybe you struggle. Maybe you have tendencies just to wake up around about this time and you have these brilliant ideas. Mm-hmm. Jotting down is the way to go. And don't be afraid to implement. Ask me. Exhibit, <laughs> ex- exhibit number one. <laughs> exhibit number one. When we get back, we continue with our conversation with our guest, Confidence uh, Selemi, an award-winning author of 29 books. Yes, ma'am. I like the fact that you really put it to work. The yes. ideas, you put them to work. Yes, ma'am. You have to. <laughs> Let's yes. cash in. We'll be back. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Betha and Confidence. Um, what happens in the case where one is not prepared to pay the price for their dream? You know, how do you get off your butt and start doing something? Is there something that one can do or you need to be monitored all the time? Because most of us are not ready to pay the price. Okay, that's quite interesting. Yeah. What's uh, your What's your take <clears throat> on it? If you want, to, if you don't want to pay, what happens to you? Well, if you don't want to pay, there's two. If you don't want to pay, there's two things that normally happen. Uh, and I think one of the one of the things that you you see in society is things like the Zondo Commission. The Zondo Commission is simply people who didn't want to pay the price the proper way. They wanted to take the bread and sneak out of the shop. So a lot of people who are not willing to pay the price, they want to take shortcuts. They want to do the bribing. They want to get to the top of the mountain in the wrong way. So you have to, firstly, you have to be willing to pay the price, but be willing to pay it the correct way. Because a lot of times if we, we say the price is too, is too hefty, we tend to want to sh- take shortcuts. And also, if you're not willing to pay, then you're, you're going to go hungry. If you're not willing to pay the price that that loaf of bread costs, then you're gonna go hungry. So you have to consider the the results of not paying, the results of saying, you know what, I've got this business idea. I know that it's gonna require me to be more committed, to be more disciplined, to refine my gifts, to get into the market, to to do my marketing, to do my sales, and it's gonna require me to pay a price. But if I'm not willing to pay that price, then it means there's no profit at the end of at the end of the day. So 
one of the ways to motivate yourself is what is the cost of not paying the price? What are the consequences of me not paying the price? I've got the potential to become a millionaire, but am I willing to pay the price for me to get to that place? I've got the potential to build this amazing company or amazing organization or to have this level of impact on society. But am I willing to pay the price? And what is the cost? Um, somebody out there is struggling financially, but they're sitting on a business idea that can totally change their lives. And are you willing? You know, there's always a price to pay. If you don't pay the price of commitment, then you pay the price of regret. And they say that the price of regret always weighs heavier than the price of commitment and the price of discipline. So either way, there's a price that you're paying. (laughs) True. You just have to decide which price are you willing to pay. Because either way, there's a cost. I mean, a lot of what about if it's fear? You you want to do it. You want to embark on this journey, Mm. but you're just clouded with fear. You know, they say that, uh, I don't remember what the figure is, 90 or 99% of the things that we fear don't ever materialize. The biggest thing is not the thing that you fear. The biggest thing is the fear itself. Because, you know, and the people who have done it, it's not that they were not fearful. They had to do it even with the fear. I think it was it was Mandela who said, fear is, is not the absence of courage. Fear is actually doing the thing that you are afraid to do. I mean, courage. Courage is actually doing the thing that you are afraid to do. Because if there is no fear, then there is no need for courage. That's why courage is one of the essential ingredients for you to to manifest your dream. Because, yes, fear will come there. There will be fears of what will people say. There will be fear of what if I fail? What if things don't work out the way that I intend them to work out? I'll become the laughingstock. I'll, I'll become somebody who's known as a failure. But if you never ever overcome that fear and actually do it in spite of the fear, then your life, you'll sit there in the old age home or wherever you are, eight years old, and all around you, all around your bed will be the regrets that you had in life. You know, all the ideas that you have. And life is very funny. You'll have an idea, no? Yeah. But you're so fearful of uh, pursuing that idea. A year down the line, you see somebody with the same idea, <laughs> but they they encountered the very same fear that you encountered, but they decided to, to dial up their courage and dial down their fear. And now they're succeeding and they're driving the car that you wanted to drive. They're living in the house that you wanted to live in and they're, they're reaping the rewards that you wanted to reap. But they encountered the same level of fear as you did. But the difference was that they 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 went ahead despite the fear. So never let fear control you. Because fear, if fear is the pilot of your life, you're going to crash. You're not going to land at a good place. Mm. How do you, But then how do you crank yourself to, to be that committed? Let's say, for instance, here's an idea. Mm. But it, it expects you either, like you and I, to either wake up very early mm. or it expects you to be on your feet the whole day. Mm. How do you crank yourself up? You have to want it. You have to want it badly enough. You have to have a level of desire that 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 out outperforms your level of anxiety, your level of ill-discipline. It's all about how much do you want it. If somebody is out there and and one wants it badly enough, they are going to go ahead and do it. The people who are sitting down, I always question, do you want it badly enough? The opportunities are there. Uh, there's a price that you need to pay. But 
if they say you can take a horse to the water but you can't force it to drink, the horse has to be thirsty. And a lot of people are, are purporting to be thirsty. But when they are given opportunities, when there's these platforms out there, they have been taken to the water but they're not drinking. And my question is, are you really thirsty enough? Because if you're thirsty enough, you don't. Nobody has to cajole you. Nobody has to has to rev, rev you up. You're gonna rev yourself up. You're gonna say, you know what? I'm thirsty enough. I want this thing enough, and I'm gonna go there. I'm not. Here's the water. I'm the horse, and I'm gonna drink. Mm. Now, somebody who used to work with the former president Tabombeke used to say, um, he's a very difficult guy to to to, to monitor mm. and, and 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 check yes. balance mm. because in the middle of a night. It could be 12 midnight. Mm. He can just get up yeah. and, and, and pace and pace and pace and yeah. pace and pace. <laughs> now, if you're supposed to monitor that kind of an individual, mm. it also means that you pace with him. Yeah. And I, I suppose, would we consider that to be a sort of like a, a, a survival tactic or a coping mechanism? Mm. You mean... You mean uh... to, for commitment, because... For you to be able to, root, to, to to be the leader of a country, mm. there are certain things that you need to do. Yeah. Or if you want to run a company, mm. you need to have some form of a mechanism to yeah. survive this thing. Yeah. So maybe my question should be the tools. Yeah. What sort of tools can I use to make myself keep standing and pursue this thing? I think first and foremost is what is the vision? What is the, the end goal in mind? Because once you have an end goal, no? I use I, I normally use a GPS uh, to come to the station, and I do that. I know I know my way around, but I want to have that uh, sense of security as well, just to double check myself: am I still on the right path? So, but the fact that I, I've got a GPS running means there is a destination that I had to punch in, and the the GPS keeps me honest. But the GPS needs to be informed by the vision. Where do I want to end up? And a lot of people, if you find yourself just meandering and walking around and not getting anywhere, you have to ask yourself, is there a, a, a vision, a destination that I've punched into my GPS? Because the GPS only works uh, because I've punched in a destination. So if you are living life without a destination punched in, don't be surprised when you don't get anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so first and foremost is the vision. I've punched in my GPS uh, destination. The GPS says, now go on Empire Road. Now turn left. And if you have that vision, you have now an internal GPS that says, you know what? You want to become the CEO of the company. You want to run a multinational. Now you need to register for your MBA. Now you need to join this type of social clubs. So the vision is the is is the is first and foremost what you need to to have on 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 your mind because that will direct you in terms of where to go. If I'm driving to Cape Town, I know I need to get on the N1 South. I know I need to make a turn at Colesberg, etc. So you need the vision. You need the destination. When we get back, we're going to take a small break. Uh, we will take your, vo your voice notes. And uh, just to remind you that what uh, the WhatsApp number, 0614104107. Maybe you have a dream that you would like to pursue. And for some strange reason, fear is crippling you. Let's have a conversation. Let's chat about it right here on The Morning Bliss on SAFM. At Bertha Charuma One on Twitter. Good morning.
morning, good morning SAFM. Um, this is Kamahelo, listening to you from uh, the info basically, but from my thinking. Uh, honestly, I'm loving this topic. That's a confidence, the shortcuts, really. Shortcuts I know, no, honestly. Because the price that you will pay, whether you will pay that price, or the right way it's, it's never safe you understand i mean it takes you back it's like you're taking 10 steps 10 steps back whereas you should have just done things the right way no shortcuts there wouldn't be like a major price to pay mm. yeah 100 percent. i mean you look at the the zondo commission how many legacies have been destroyed there some of the people we are people we looked up to. We said, "Wow, this person," and we thought they they paid the full price for the loaf of bread, but they paid ten cents and they wanted to go out in the back door. But now the legacy is tarnished. Um, nobody wants to associate themselves with them. So they took a shortcut, but the consequences, as the as the lady was saying, the consequences are so hefty that it's it's just too too heavy of a price to pay. So. You may get shortcut benefits, but there's long-term consequences for shortcut benefits. Mm, mm. Yeah. Now, so, so let's say, for instance, hypothetically, I'm going to throw this in your in your in your arena. Yes, ma'am. You 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 have a business idea, but the business idea for it to come to fruition, mm. it may take you a year. Yeah. And there are processes where you need to register, <coughs> you need to, uh, you know, all the paperwork has to be in 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 what you call it in order. In order. Yes, ma'am. But at the same time, you have a product that's already standing. But for that product to be out there, mm. you need to follow the processes and systems. Mm. I think. Can I, I not just throw <laughs> the product before the paperwork? Look, I think there's. I think you have to obviously firstly understand the legislation with your particular industry, and follow the legislation. But we do have a formal and informal sector. And I, I think it's it's worth it to always to do a bit of testing of the market to see, okay, is, is my product viable? Is, is there demand for this particular thing as you get your paperwork ready? So I think obviously look at the legislation depending on whatever each industry has its own legislation of how, how to operate. So understand that first. They say um, you have to know the rules <coughs> so that you know. Where where are the loopholes? Where can I use this particular clause to make to make sure that I can be in the market without having formally uh, done the thing? But understand the legislation so that you're always within the boundaries of the law. But I don't see any harm in testing the market. If it's if it's a business idea, you go to the market and say, "I've got this particular thing. What do you think about it?" Here's a sample. Uh, do you want to taste it? If it's a f- it's food, do you want to taste it? Uh, what do you think? And get get the market, um, get get the appetite of the market for whatever product or service that you have. So I think you don't have to let uh, the the hardcore paperwork stop you, but play within the the legislation so that you get you don't get in trouble legally. Mm. And so when we look in a nutshell at uh, at our three, we, we've got three categories that yes, we've ma'am. touched on, which is the price of time, the price of talent, the price of, of commitment. Is there anything else in between that mm. also need to be threaded into the three? Oh, I think there's there's quite a bit. I try to to condense it so that it's it's uh, it's as um, uh, it's as digestible as possible. But just on the price of, 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 of commitment, there's a quote I love that says, 
commitment is doing the thing you said you would do long after the mood in which you said it has left you. And a lot of times we make commitment because of an emotion, of a mood that we are in. But then when it comes to execution and implementation, the mood has gone. And the real test is, are you still going to do that thing even after the mood and the feeling? Because commitment is not a feeling. Commitment is a decision. And once you've made that decision, when the feeling and the emotion has left you, the real, commit, the real commitment is proven when you still execute, even though that emotion and feeling is no longer there. And one of the essential things is discipline. You know, it's, it's become a cliche, but it's a cliche because it's true. If you do not have the discipline to execute whatever arena you are in, then you will not you will not achieve that particular thing. I always make this example of 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 uh, the gym. When you go to the gym, there are people there who have don't have six packs; they've got eight packs. So, <laughs> for them to get to that eight packs, <laughs> there is a level of discipline that they implement in order to get those results. So, real results are a, are a, are a result of discipline. If you do it on a continuous basis, and they say that you don't water your your plants once every three months and then expect them to grow. You have to do it on a continual basis. Whatever your particular plant is, whatever your particular sphere is, whether it's business, whether it's, it's media, whether it's um, uh, marriage, whatever your particular field, there is watering that has to happen on a continual basis because that is how fruits come about. So you have to have that level of discipline, high level of discipline. Interesting. You've triggered some some few things in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's what I'm here to do. In my brain. <laughs> That's what I'm here to do. <laughs> the, the demands of a dream has been the subject matter this morning on The Morning Bliss and we've touched on the price of time, the price of talent, the price of commitment and this has been so, so insightful. And our guest, Confidence Saleme, has just been imparting some really uh, insightful information that just gives you a different perspective to life or a dis different perspective to engaging or even starting your business. He's an award-winning author of 29 books, motivational speaker and facilitator. So in case someone would like to be in touch with you or they would like to engage with you off this platform, what do they do? Yes, so I also run a publishing company. Uh, so you can email me at info at ascensionbookpublishers.com. Uh, my Gmail is mcsileme at gmail.com. I'm on social media. Search for Confidence Sileme Facebook, uh, Confidence Sileme Insta. On Twitter, it's confidence underscore word. And um, LinkedIn, Confidence Sileme. And then, yeah, inbox me. We can... Have a chat. Let's chat business. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you. I appreciate the platform. Thank you for the opportunity. You are, you've motivated me. <laughs> I, must, I must not complain <laughs> to wake up at one o'clock yeah. and come to work. 100%. With energy. Commitment. That's commitment. the commitment. Yes, commitment, yeah. commitment. Thank you so much.